Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Gentlemen, start your And good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Drive-In Studios. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Perry. You didn't do what you said you were going to do. What's that? Bring cardboard cutouts for the uh, rest of the crew. Let's don't go there. <laughs> well, we are at 50% strength this morning and uh, actually we're at uh, 40% strength. Uh, Alan and I are here, but... Of course, Ronnie's joining us remotely anytime he wants to phone in. Ronnie, you're always a part of the show, and please uh, please phone in if you'd like to. And Greg is still uh, recuperating from his header, so uh, he'll be uh, at least one more week. Maybe we'll get him back next week. Nelson's under the weather uh, up in um, Charlotte and called and uh, said that... Um, he had an especially nice thing to say about you there, Alan, since you picked Harvick for him last week and he won both races. Well, I told you I was going to start betting with my brain instead of my heart, but I let Nelson have my heart. I give him that four car. <laughs> well, he had your heart and your brain, I think. But uh, So Nelson jumped out to a big lead, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. And uh, so of the five members of the show, we got two of us here. Yep, and I uh, got a guest coming in here about 10.20 or maybe 10.40, uh, one of our latest winners up at Carolina Speedway. Okay. Mr. Josh Langley. Is it, you say he coming in or on the phone? Uh, call in on the phone. Okay, that'll be great. Good. Josh Langley. Yep, Josh Langley. All right. Well, uh, we'll be glad to talk to Josh. Uh, and I hope, uh, so you say you're running tonight, huh? Uh, yes, we're going to try to run tonight if the weather cooperates with us. We're supposed to have a practice session over at Cherokee Speedway uh, Thursday night, but you know how that rain come through. and uh, Boy, did it ever. Yes, it did, and kind of wiped everything out. And uh, So now we're going to a racetrack that's got fresh clay on it and uh, put a little bit more bank into it. So uh, those won't have an open practice session so that you know, you can make changes to your car and stuff like that. And uh, evidently, it all got pushed back. So now everybody's going there to to race, and we're going to find out tonight. They put more banking in it? Put more banking in it, put more clay to it, kind of reconfigured the whole racetrack. Wow. Well, what that means to me is when it rains, it's going to be tougher to get out since me and that guy last year in that golf cart couldn't get up to banking. Uh, you should have been over the last couple of weeks, Perry, whenever we had what we called them cornrows put in that racetrack that it would swallow a golf cart tire. They would bottom the golf carts going out across the racetrack. So uh, hopefully they're going to get it smoothed back out so we can get back to some good racing. Well, I know yesterday it was, uh, I woke up to uh, 80% chance of rain all day long on the Weather Channel. And uh, over in Fernwood, we didn't get a drop. And, of course, now it's 90% today, and it has rained a little bit so far. But 
And these storms can pop up, I mean, absolutely out of nowhere. So uh, looking at the radar right now, it looks pretty good for Spartanburg in this area. But uh, uh, that, could, that could change in just a matter of a couple of minutes with the summertime weather we have. Yes, it can. But uh, hopefully we get in a lot of good racing this week. We only had one racetrack to actually race here in Spartanburg area last week. That was Harris Motor Speedway. All right. So uh, we got... Uh, Going to get back to some good racing here. And we're going to have all those results and everything and what's going on today um, and maybe even tomorrow on um, Allen's part. We're shuffling the schedule around a little bit because we got another guy. Our legend is uh, out west, like Johnny Rutherford. And by the way, we had a lot of, I had a lot of good comments on the Johnny Rutherford uh, interview last week. I thought he was fantastic. We uh, let him run over. He was so, he was so good. But um, we got, can-Am champion, Trans-Am champion, Formula One driver, one of Bud Moore's ex-stock uh, car drivers, and, and uh, Trans-Am champion. We've got uh, George Falmer coming on it. George is, I think, uh, I'm not, uh, um, Greg lined this up. I think last year was, I think he was in Idaho. And so I'm not sure uh, if it was Idaho or Colorado, but anyway, it's a couple of time zones away. So we're going to do him at 11 o'clock. Okay. And we'll stick you in there at 1030, uh, 10.20. And um, you can have your guest and your yeah. and your um, your results and whatever you want to do. We'll just sort of, All after right. this first break, turn it over to you for a while. All right. We'll, we'll go over to him about 10.20 if you really want to. And then I'll get lo- lo- regular results about 10.40. That'll be great because, uh, like I said, uh, Nelson's not going to call in today. And we miss you, Nelson. you you got to. What is he, uh, Alan? Smartest man I know. I know it. He, he, he still is, even when he, he hasn't been on the show in a couple of weeks. But we, we love Nelson. We love Greg. Greg's, uh, as I said, still recuperating. And Ronnie, you're uh, welcome to call in. In fact, anybody's welcome to call in. Our number is 864-468-1400. And um, if, uh, if you don't call in in the middle of our Legends interview or something, we'll talk to you. I'll Somebody called in last week while I was talking to Johnny Rutherford, and I wasn't about to start pushing buttons and lose him. So, uh, but we'll, we'll, we welcome people calling in, and we got a lot of racing. I tell you, we've got some interesting stuff going on today, Alan. I don't know how uh, much of it you'll get to take in since you're uh, going over to Cherokee Speedway. But uh, I think the most fascinating thing, other well. Other than than running the new course, which the ARCA cars ran on last night, the, the road course at Daytona that they stuck the chicane in that I wasn't a, fa- a fan of, but that race wasn't on normal TV, I don't think. Uh, I think it was on MAV TV. Anyway, I missed it. But Michael Self won it, and he's getting to be a pretty regular winner, and we'll get to all those results later. But the thing that, that's got my attention um, is... The practice yesterday on Fast Friday at Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where uh, now the track record there was set in 1996, and it's of course, I mean, it's it's an ungodly 237.498 miles an hour, which let's just call it 237 and a half. But yesterday, um, Marco Andretti went out and ran 233.491, so we can call that uh, not 293, 233. And um, and we can call two thirty three and a half. So that new configuration they've got with the Indy cars, with the mostly enclosed cockpit, 
Um, certainly hadn't hurt the speed or anything, and it was safe. Nobody hit anything. I don't even think a car got sideways. But they're going to be on uh, today. See if I can get you a time for that. I think it's I think it's one o'clock. I don't want to I don't want to speak wrong, but I think that's what time they qualify today. Um, and let's just um, I'm going to run over some of these times here for Fast Friday. Marco Andretti was fastest at a. Now they did they did uh, catch him in a speed trap on one of the straightaways at a 239. So. Uh, he did have a burst there in a straight line of almost 240 miles an hour. But uh, Marco Andretti was fastest yesterday in a, uh, an Andretti Herta Marco Agajanian Curb <laughs> Honda at 233.491 miles per hour. Second fastest was Connor Daly at 232.337 in a Ed Carpenter Chevy. Third was Ryan Hunter Ray. At 232, 120, uh, I'm, um, yeah, 124 in an Andretti Autosport Honda. Fourth was Spencer Pickett at 232, 116 in a um, RLL Autosport Honda. And Scott Dixon was fifth at 232.028 in a Chip Ganassi Honda. And looking on down the line here, um, Almost everybody, now we, I don't know if there's going to be bumping this year because I've only got a list of 33 drivers. You know, a lot of times at Indianapolis, when um, when they get a full field and A.J. Foyt or somebody's still got a couple of cars in the garage, you know, he's he's all, especially Foyt, has always been real bad about uh, giving somebody a ride that needs one that, that he thinks deserves one. So some other cars could come out of the woodwork, but right now we got 33, and... Uh, the 33rd fastest is some guy named uh, Ben Hanley. He's a rookie, and he went 218. So uh, he's seven miles an hour slower than the next slowest guy, which is James Davison, who is a veteran up there who ran 225. So uh, uh, he must have just taken a few warm-up laps. It said he took eight laps. But 234 miles an hour, uh, nearly 234 miles an hour, that's, that's hauling the mail there, Alan, and uh, they won't be running quite that fast at Cherokee tonight, but it'll be some exciting racing, but that's uh, that's moving on. Yes, it is, and uh, people don't realize just to make that field up there, it pays a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Like making that Daytona 500, you know, there for a while. Uh, don't get me wrong, last place at Daytona was $250,000 or something like that, but I don't know what it's going to now. So, uh, you know, it's a deal of... Uh, you know, if you got two or three cars sitting around and you've got a good driver sitting over here, why not go out there and make some money? Why not? Why not? If he doesn't, if he doesn't hit anything, you'll be okay. I am going to go ahead right now and do the the TV uh, schedule. Uh, we usually do that the last thing, and I'll probably, if I have time, do it again and, and mention it uh, when I do the individual results and schedules and things. But um, today... Actually, uh, Formula One qualifying in Spain, probably, uh, I'm sure it just wrapped up, so I have no clue what happened there. But Xfinity Series runs today at 3 o'clock, and that's on the road course at Daytona. Um, nobody's run this course before. I think they did let them practice a little bit. I mean, you got you can't just throw a bunch of drivers out there blind on a the track they've never seen. Uh so uh, the Xfinity guys are did um, they are running the road course today at three o'clock, and that uh, pre-race shows at two thirty, 
and also at 3 o'clock. So, you know, I'm going to have a dilemma here. I have, have to record one of them. Will be the uh, is IndyCar qualifying from 3 to 5. And what they do, they'll qualify all 33 or as many as they want to cram in there today. And they'll pick the fast nine, they call it. And those fast nine then will, will uh, the rest of the field will be set, 10th on back. And um, that first nine will run again tomorrow and set the pole and everything. So Indianapolis will be qualifying today in front of no fans. As Alan told us last week, they didn't get um, permission from whoever. I guess the governor or somebody said, no, we can't, we can't quite do that yet. Um, you know, up in that neck of the woods there, they're pretty much staying indoors. Uh, you know, the Big Ten, uh, I think, canceled their season, uh, their football season. Uh, I think they did. Yeah, they did. And so, uh, if, I'm, if I'm mistaken... I'm an idiot because I listen to sports radio all day long when I'm working my bank cases. And uh, that's about all they talked about all week was the Big 12 and the SEC and the ACC are going to move on. And, you know, Dabo um, says that, of course, if uh, if it's a championship, it'll be legitimate. And, you know, he's, he's actually got a pretty decent point because, I mean, how often does the top uh, four teams and especially the top two teams come out of the either the SEC or the ACC. So, uh, you know, I, it's probably not a legitimate championship, but he's got a good argument, and uh, and I'm not going to argue with him. If, if they go ahead and play, and they can get all these games in there, and it comes down to Alabama-Clemson again, well, it has for several, you know, two or three of the last years, if I'm not mistaken. It, it'll be legitimate enough for me. All right, so Sunday... So, uh, so today we got uh, Xfinity and Indy both at three o'clock. Take your choice, record one of them. They're both going to be good. I can guarantee you there'll be entertainment value for both of them. Uh, tomorrow morning, Sunday morning at nine oh five, we'll have the Formula One race from Catalonia in Spain. And at noon, just about the time that Formula One race is over, you can go take a bathroom break, and uh, the trucks will be on the road course at Daytona. Hey. You're talking about no practice at Daytona. Well, don't get me wrong. I took my grand boy over here to this uh, pizza place right over here, and they've got all these games in there. And you can actually get on a motorcycle and race a motorcycle track that you ain't never seen before. How'd he do? Oh, he does good. As a matter of <laughs> fact, he's listening this morning. Good okay. morning, Gaines, Tesnier. Gaines? Gaines, good. Tesnier. Good morning, Gaines. Uh... Fixing to go back to school? Probably out shopping for some school clothes this morning. Well, I know that's an exciting thing. Uh, <laughs> I always, uh, summer's over. It's got to end sometime, Gaines. But um, I hope you had a good summer. I know you spent some time at Lake Greenwood because everybody else in your family was down there. And I don't think they let you down there by yourself. So, is uh, uh, he going to the track tonight? Uh, I think he may. Sometimes he has a friend that's over there. Sometimes he wants to stay there at the house with Grammy and uh, they they kind of take off. They, I think they're gonna go back over and he's gonna do a little bit more practicing this evening. Okay, well, that's a, you mean over to the pizza place? Yep, that's, <laughs> okay. uh, right over here at Pinewood. Okay, uh, Mr. Gaddy's. Mr. Gaddy's. Oh, I, you know they got a good, pretty good buffet over there, and they used to have the best gumbo. And I used to go there just for the gumbo. I, I I'd get a piece of pizza, but I love the gumbo they had. And about the last last couple of years. They haven't had it, and uh, if you're listening, 
get the gumbo back. But let's talk about uh, Sunday, 905 ESPN, the Formula One race from Catalonia, Spain. And then the truck series at noon at Daytona on the road course. One o'clock, IndyCar qualifying from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That's at one to three. And that will be to set the field for the Indianapolis 500, which will be next Saturday. I'm sorry, next Sunday, August 23rd. Then at 3 o'clock, the NASCAR Cup Series uh, is going to run their first of uh, two races here in a pretty close order. But this is going to be on the road course. And this has not replaced the, the, the race that normally used to be on the 4th of July. That's coming up before, right before Labor Day. So they're going to turn around and be right back at Daytona with the Cup Boys. But uh, this is going to be tomorrow at 3 o'clock. The Winston Cup cars on NBC... Um, on NBC, the main network, which um, should be very interesting. They, uh, and we did have a change there. You know, we announced last week that Eric Jones was out of the number 20. Well, they're putting Christopher Bell in it because uh, he's been a protege there of all the uh, Gibbs people. And he um, doing so well in that Levine family racing team, which is, has been sold. So uh, that's sort of like their satellite team. So... Um, I wonder how comfortable or uncomfortable that would be when uh, Eric Jones and Christopher Bell pass each other at the driver's meeting and in the garage area and in the motorhomes where uh, uh, Jones won a couple of races, but Christopher Bell's doing awful good in that number 95. And, uh, in fact, he's had like five top tens already this year, and I don't know that Eric Jones has had more than one or two. So uh, that's the big change that uh, that I know about coming up. What you got there? Well, it- it's not it's not as much as whenever you you know you intentionally get into somebody on the racetrack, then you have to meet them in the garage area. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just sort of like a sorry, this, I got your car. <laughs> this is this is more or less of upper management deal here. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like drivers on the racetrack wrecking each other. Yeah, no. Well, well, that, hey, that could still happen. We got a half a season left to go, um, and um, uh, then at three thirty. Uh, while the Indi- while the NASCAR boys are still running, the- they're going to have the practice for Indianapolis. I don't know if they'll still have carburation day on Thursday like they always have before the 500. They haven't had carburetors in the car since the 40s, I don't think. But uh, um, they still call it carburation day. But anyway, at 3.30 to 6 on Sunday is IndyCar practice for the 33 that did make the field. And then next Sunday, August 23rd at um, 2.30 is the uh, Indianapolis 500. So we'll be talking a lot about that next week. So we're going to take our first break right here and come back and let Alan do his thing for a while, as long as he needs to, and a special guest with uh, um, Josh, Langley. Jo- Josh Langley. And um, we'll take our break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. 
Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? A plant day. 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? A plant day. Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a plant day? Call it. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay, so for the rest of you. Download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400. Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out ImpexPreOwned.com. Impex Pre-Owned. Quality used cars made easy. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness, and you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Sentra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Bench those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400, now on FM at 98.3. That was pretty good. That's Huey Lewis in the news, I think. That was... Yes, it was. Better choice of tunes. And we have a special guest. Uh, Alan's lined up for us here. 
local driver. Never talked to him before, but he sounds like a real nice young man, Josh Langley. Good morning, Josh. Morning, sir. How are you? Doing great. How are you doing? I heard you're a winner. Yes, sir. Finally for the year. Finally got it done last night at Carolina Seaway. So it worked out. Well, that's what it's all about. And uh, um, so you, you had to dodge some weather up there, or is it, it was a pretty nice evening? I know it was a, the outcome was nice. Well, it looked, the radar looked really bad. And yesterday, about four, we all, there was four of us, my mom, my dad, my buddy, we were sitting there looking at the radar. And I was like, let's go. But there ain't, I don't believe we're going to get it all in. And luckily, when we were pulling out of the racetrack, it started raining after we had done loaded up and everything. So it worked out. All was a good night. No, your timing was good all the way around. Yes, sir. Uh, Josh, uh, tell us about how long you've been racing. Uh, I started racing go-karts when I was five. My dad raced all his life, and then he asked me that I want to go go-kart racing. We went that and done a bunch of WKA stuff all the way until I was 10 or 11, and then we went. We got a Bandolero to race at Charlotte, and we went and run that, run all the pole nights, a couple summer shootouts. Uh, then we went, we finally, I finally got old enough to get in a dirt car, and we got in that in a Monte Carlo. It was Young Guns back then, which was a 602 car with a two-barrel. And then we went up there, went through that, and done that for a couple of years, and moved all the way up to Crate Lake Models. And then in 14, we got uh, a supercar, and we run that for a couple of years. And then we kind of scaled back to our, our racing operation and went back to a super street car and a renegade car. And now here we are. I've I got fortunate and got a ride with a man last year, and my he put me in a super sportsman car and kind of just been racing like that for right now. But I've been doing it a while, that's for sure. Well, tell us how you like his super sportsman division. Danny, he loves it because he says it puts the driver back in kind of control of the race car. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a lot better than like just say the Renegade because in the Renegade. Everybody's got top of the line stuff, and it kind of tends to be followed a leader at our at racetracks around here, just because everybody's got the best of the best. But with the more horsepower in the super sportsman cars, I think you can maneuver around a lot more if your car's good and just kind of race a lot better because you got more factors in there. You can't you're not just wide open the whole twenty laps or twelve laps, whatever it is. Uh, how old are you, Josh? 25. 25. Okay. I, I, you know, you, I can tell you're a young man, but you were talking about uh, starting at 10 and everything, and you've been racing a long time. I said, well, he couldn't have been racing too long, but if you're 25, you've been racing a while. You know what, you know what it's all about. Yes, sir. I've been, like you say, me and dad have been doing it in the shop by ourselves for 20 years. I hear some wrenches and, and things whirring in the background now. It sounds like y'all getting ready for something. We actually got, me and my buddy got it out. We're going to watch it just as soon as this interview's over. We, <laughs> my buddy Billy Billings called me and asked me what I, would I be interested in this, and I said yes, of course. So my buddy's taking up my flag right now while I'm, he's getting it ready to wash. So then we're going to go at it, get it cleaned up, and tuned up for next week. Uh, next week means that you might not come to Gaffney tonight. No, sir, I'm not going to be at Gaffney tonight. Uh, you my see- mom and dad. My mom and dad's got a lake house, and they enjoy it. So we're gonna get it cleaned up and go down, play in the water for a little while. Okay, I've seen where they've talked about they trying to do a little bit of improvements over at Cherokee Speedway, changing that racetrack around. But 
we've been we've been talking about Danny and them. They got them placed down Greenwood. Been working on it, but we plan on coming up our race with y'all at Carolina some before this year's out. Come on, it's, it was very racy last night. I know. Come and on. I tend to, <laughs> that's come what on, I like. That's, that's what I, I like to hear. More more competition, the more you, more you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Is, that's that, what, it's a lot. is that the main Go place ahead. you run? Uh, or did you run a lot of the? Well, you, I know he. Alan was mentioning going to Gaffney, but as, as um, Gastonia, Carolina, like your 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 home track, or do you hit a lot of them? Uh, I tend to hit Carolina mostly on just throughout the year. I I started out at Gaffney at the beginning of the year, and I just we just, our program wasn't where it needed to be. Like we like to say, we had to go back to what we knew, and we finally got our program back up to where it needs to be. And Gaffney just kicks my butt every time I go for some reason. I ain't got no luck there, but and I ain't making no excuses. You bring your luck on yourself. But we'll good, be back. We just gotta get a call back. That's we good gotta get a call where it needs to be. I've seen him a couple of times come over there to uh Travers Rest Speedway and uh he real competitive at Travers Rest Speedway too. Yes, I run I run there with my supercar uh way back in the day and I always really enjoy going over there. Pretty fun little racetrack. Well, give us a shout-out to some of your sponsors and some of your help. I hear you talking about the guy over there washing race cars. Everybody don't realize that these cars do have to get washed. I hear a dog barking, too. He's got probably got duties. Yeah, my dog's definitely got a uh, run of the shop <laughs> and run of the house, for sure. But uh, I'd like to thank my dad, Litter Lucas, uh, my buddy Devin, my buddy Matt, my fiance Rachel, my mom. Uh, Billings Brothers Autism Awareness, Trey Hatfield with Dudley, uh, Wings, etc. Lena with Basil's B52. Definitely have a very good group behind me back helping me out. So it works out. I'm very fortunate to get to do what I love to do. Josh, uh, do you have a long range plan or you like to stay at this level or, or you, um, uh, I know you've, you've had a taste of Charlotte running the legends there. Um, do you, uh, do you have aspirations to move up, or do you just want to stay here? And and do you have another plan, like uh, like for whatever you uh, were interested in in school, like uh, being an accountant or uh, or an engineer or something? Or what's the plan? Well, it's kind of crazy. I went to school to be an engineer and got my engineering degree, and now I help that I help my dad and me and my run a body shop. So I reckon that plan kind of didn't work out. But I do have a degree, and I have some fallback on there. But as far as racing long term, I like you say I'm getting married in in November, so I'm gonna race this for right now and see how see where everything goes. Just take each opportunity as you as it comes and try to do the best you can with that opportunity. Does Rachel like this racing, sir? Does Rachel like the racing? Oh yeah, she loves it too. That's like I told her when I first met her. I was like. You, you ain't never been a part of nothing like this. I don't know if you can handle it, but we'll find out. And she took it by the horns and run with it. She don't never say a word if I come home at midnight or we're at a racetrack till 2 o'clock in the morning. She doesn't say anything. As long as she's in the truck with us, she's more than happy. Keep her in the truck. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I just got a text in from one of our listeners. Who's your engine man? Uh, actually, uh, Stephen Norwood did a bunch of them for us over the years and then Dwight Dillinger with 3D built my Renegade motor and to be honest with you this year my dad me and my dad built it we had a couple we had machine work parted out from Norwood and them and 
me and Dad said we we can do anything. You know, we can start with a bare frame and build it up. That's the only thing we hadn't ever tried. So this year it's me and Dad and uh, help from Joey Morris with all the tools and stuff like that you need. But pretty much me and Dad on that too this year. Well, people don't realize how much time you have to put into one of these cars to make it competitive. And uh, like I say, you won last night at Carolina Speedway, and we'd like to give a shout-out to all our racetracks for local racetracks around here. we like got to keep them going. Yeah, that's like I'd say. It don't matter if you don't – like I don't I don't care to go travel or friendship because it's pretty far away, but I hope everybody else goes, you know. It's, it's kind of a dying sport right now as far as the lower divisions. So anybody who – anything you can do to help them, it needs to be – needs to be done well josh uh, i've got to ask this question and i know the answer but you're no relation to elmo langley are you a great uh uh, stock car driver from back in the day not that i know of Uh, i could be some family history but i ain't never i've never looked it up on ancestry or nothing like that okay elmo's from from up in virginia now he actually won his first big time race here in spartanburg but uh langley's just uh Anybody says Langley, that's the first thing I think of is Elmo. But, Josh, I will remember you. And, uh, you know, we wish you all the best of luck for the rest of the year. And uh, I'd like to see that head-to-head meeting with you and Alan someday. Yeah, I look forward to it. Come on. You only, you only, you're only the best <laughs> if you outrun the best. And he's one of the best in the Monte Carlo ever around around these partners. It's like Mr. Duval. Until you can outrun them boys confidently, you can't say you're one of the best. Uh, that's it. Whenever you can go to that man's home racetrack and you outrun him, you know you've done something that night. Yes, sir. All right. Best of luck to you, Josh, and thanks for coming on the show. And uh, um, keep up the winning. We'll have you on later on in the season, maybe. Yes, sir. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. You, you too. Appreciate you letting me be a part of this. Thank you. Glad you could make it. That's Josh Langley. Nice nice talking young man. Yes, it was. And uh, he's, uh, I, you know... I, he, he's got a lot of things to look forward to with, with the racing and the, and the marriage in November and everything. And uh, I hope it all works out for him. You keep us, you keep us uh, abreast of what's going on with him. And when you call out your winners and I hear the name Langley, I'll, I'll perk up. Okay. You got a couple of minutes if you want to touch on something. Or I can say, l- let me do this. Let me do this right quick. Uh, uh, Ronnie's already called in. He wants... Uh, Truex, so we put him up there, and uh, uh, Lanny's called in. He wants um, Logano, so we put him up there. Nelson told us to pick for him. Don't give him Harvick. Or I, I texted him. I said, yeah, I'm going to give you Joey Gaze, and he laughed. But uh, who are you going to give him? I'll let you pick for him again. He's going to give him... Uh, he's going to give him... Um, Danny Hamlin. Danny Hamlin. I'm sure Jake... Jade will be tickled. Well, this is a track nobody's run before, and... Uh, uh, let me look right here on my phone. I've got to start and line up, I think, if, it's, if it didn't uh, time out or something. And, yes, I do. And we've got uh, Harvick is on the pole. Hamlin is second. Of course, they drew for these starting positions. Truex is third. So that's most of the people we've been picking so far. Uh, Kyle Busch is fourth. Let's give him to Greg. Oh, you already did it. Good man. Uh, Logano is fifth. Almarola is sixth. Almarola's going to win, but it won't be this week. I think he'll win the, the on the big track in a couple of weeks. Chase Elliott is seventh. Kurt Busch is eighth. Matt D. Benedetto for the Wood Brothers is ninth. Austin Dillon, tenth. We'll do a few more. 
Jimmy Johnson, 11th. Clint Boyer, 12th. William Byron, 13th. Ryan Newman, 14th. Christopher Bell, 15th. And Matt Kenseth, the 16th. Let's just do the top 20. 17th is Keslowski. 18th, Tyler Reddick. 19th, Bubba Wallace. And 20th is Eric Jones. And that has nothing to do with speed. That has to do with uh, jumbling up the top 20 in the points and pulling them out of a hat. So I'll take... I'll I'll go back to Chase. Give, give me that. Give me the nine. Got to get a Chevrolet up there somewhere. Jada's going to take Keslowski and Allen. That just leaves you. Uh, I got to think about this for a little bit. Well, all right. Well, uh, you you want me to go over there and put the four up, or you want to do it yourself for you? <laughs> no, you don't have to pick him. I was just saying that. But is oh, it, he gonna, wins every week and he's on the pole. I mean, do it. if you're on the roll, that's, you got to go. Uh, Taylor's name's not up there anywhere this week. <laughs> he usually sticks his name up there. Um, and I didn't think Lanny did it. I don't think I did, but if I did, I'm going to do it again. Lanny, thanks for all you do for us. Uh, you maintain the Budmore Engineering website and our Facebook page. And uh, Lanny, um, we appreciate all you do for us. And I did hit start this morning, so we're recording, and I won't need you to to fall back fall back on you for the podcast. So, uh I listened to the podcast last week, and it was excellent with Johnny Rutherford. And I listened to, uh, I told Alan this just now. What was that kid's name? Josh Langley? No, no, no. The one oh. that wouldn't talk a couple of years, last year. Uh, Austin, uh, Brown. Austin Brown. Yeah. I listened to the uh, last year's George Farmer interview, so I try not to cover the same ground twice. And that was the that was the show where we had Austin Brown. And um, great kid. I think he's still out there racing, isn't he? Uh, he's moved up and given his daddy a hard time in that division. Okay, well, um, he gave us a hard time a year ago because we couldn't get him to... Uh, he'd given those one-word answers, and it was like pulling teeth, and I was sitting there and listening to it yesterday afternoon just laughing my rear end off because uh, Alan was trying to get him to talk, and I'd say, I said, now, loosen up a little bit. Everything's okay. We're your friends, you know, and... Uh, just act like you're in the winter circle, and uh, and uh, he just didn't want to talk. I guess he was a little mic shy, but uh, we better give Austin another shot. He may be listening and, and saying, well, I'll show him next time. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break and come back and let Alan run us to the top of the hour in our interview with uh, George Fulmer. So you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness. And you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Citra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Bench those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan. 
prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. You think you know me. Greg might know who that one was, but I don't know that one. <laughs> me neither. I think some. I thought somebody was coming in on the phone or something there yeah. when they started out the song talking. Alan, you got fifteen minutes. All right, go ahead. Got a few results from last week. We're gonna start off up there at Harris Speedway. Harris located up there in North Carolina. Uh, in the Spring Four Division, first place went to Randy Hill. Second place went to Jeremy Hudson. Third place went to Emily Baker. In the Pure Stock Division, first place went to Chris Jones. Second place went to Kevin Nations. Third place went to Ray Hudson. Thunder Bomber Futures, first place went to Justin Fowler. Second place went to Randy Cantrell. Third place went to Stetson Todd. In the Sika Crate Sportsman Division, first place went to Chris Jackson. Second place went to Kyle Davis. Third place went to Lee Higdon. In the Young Guns Division, first place went to Trent Blackwell. Second place went to Kaylee Laws. Third place went to Trent Carroll. The Renegade Stock 8 Division. First place went to Chris Jackson. Second place went to Brian Carswell. Third place went to Justin Pierce. Thunder Bombers. First place went to Shane McDaniels. Second place went to Tyler Geis. Third place went to Madison Hoots. 
602 Thunder Series. First place went to Barry McDowell. First, second place went to Dale Timms. Third place went to John Press. Going to move up here since we're in North Carolina. Let's just move up there to Carolina Speedway last night. First place in the Super Sports Division was our guest, Josh Langley. Second place, Luke Edison. Third place went to Andy Blackwood. In the Pro 4 Division, first place went to Adam Piercy. Second place went to Mike Clark. Third place went to Caleb Costner. Thunder, Thunder Sportsman Division, first place went to Shannon Adams. Second place went to Cameron Young. Third place went to Ronald Scully. In the Hornets Division, first place went to Jonathan Surratt. Second place went to Lane Spangler. Third place went to Jack Kamen. In the Open Wheel Modifieds, first place went to Jordan Figure. Second place went to Wes Helms. Third place went to Andrew Helms. Uh, didn't have no results from Cherokee Speedway. They've been doing a little bit of improvements on the racetrack. Hauled in a bunch of new clay. Kind of changed the figuration around on Cherokee Speedway. Now, what do you mean when they changed the configuration? They didn't put a, a chicane in the backstretch or anything, no, did they? No, we don't put no chicane. No. <laughs> Good. I heard they was trying to widen out the first and second turn to make it more like third and fourth turn. Okay. Right now, you've heard of people like going to Darlington Speedway. I can get through first and second turn. But third and fourth turns a problem. Or if you well, it is entirely different. It is entirely different. And if you notice that Cherokee Speedway was kind of like that too. First and second turns was a whole lot tighter, whereas third and fourth turn was a whole lot longer and sweeping turn, which I kind of liked it. I mean, don't get me wrong. You either had to give up one corner to get through the other corner, but uh, that's, that's part of racing. Compromise. Compromise. I mean, that's exactly what you have at Darlington, yeah. and it's exactly what you have at a lot of tracks. But uh, at uh, Pocono, too, you get three different turns. So that's uh, yep, that's yeah. part of it. That's part. Of, that's part of racing. That's I mean, right. You know, they changed it from a long half mile racetrack down to this three eighths of a mile, and uh, still trying to do. You know, have to have it. Give him boys some credit. They are trying to do some more improvements on that racetrack to bring better racing down to our local tracks and. Here lately, they uh, they putting up some uh, pretty good money for now, these boys. Now, I've asked some of our guests, uh, I guess mostly people you've brought on the show, um, which they liked better, the half mile or the, the three-eighths mile over there. And then I know a couple of people said they liked the half mile better. Um, uh, what are the, the, the most of the drivers and people that are over there now? They like the third mile, three-eighths mile better? Well, that's... Uh uh, engine men like a shorter racetrack. Don't get me wrong, and car owners like a shorter racetrack. Okay, well that's about uh, people. Some, some uh, sometimes you uh, you can stretch these rods. What we call turning these motors too hard, going down that long straightaway, mm -hmm. and uh, you know you run it off down in there, and people don't realize it. If you was to walk down there in the middle of the third turn down there and watch them cars come down that back straightaway, they come down there and they lock in brakes down, and you go from running. 8,000 RPM down to nothing. I'm talking mm -hmm. about you can just about see the rear tires locked down. Yeah. And then you get right back in the gas and from from turning 8,000 down to just about nothing, then go right back into the gas. It's, it's, it's a lot of wear and tear on that crankshaft and them rods. And that's a 30-lap race y'all run? Uh, we, we mostly run 12 to 15 laps is all we'd run. 
But that is that a heat or is that the feature? That's, the main, that's our main feature. Twelve laps. Twelve laps. That don't give you short, much time to to get it done, does it? Short time to get there. <laughs> uh, I've seen Danny go up there, and uh, we didn't do good in quite the heat race. And he said, "Uh," I said, "What is it?" He said, "You better leave that soft tire over here." He said, "I got a short time to get there." <laughs> so, if you don't have a caution. Yeah. Sometimes you get a caution, it kind of helps you out. And sometimes oh, it, the caution kind of hurts you. It you does. Know? Yep. All right. Go ahead. Uh, we're going to have some racing going on over at Cherokee Speedway tonight. Cherokee Speedway is going to start off with the Fuel Series late models over there. They're going to pay them boys $2,000 to win. they also going to have on the schedule the Super Sportsman Division, which is our division. They're going to also have the Thunder Bomber Division, pay $500. Stock four six hundred dollars, young guns four hundred dollars, extreme four four hundred dollars. Uh, drivers meeting is going to be at seven o'clock this evening. So racing is going to start at eight o'clock. Uh, kind of cool outside today, so uh, be a, be a nice day to go to these races. It might be. I hope it stays dry for you. I hope it does too. And uh, we're going to see if we can get around this racetrack or not. And uh, might have to make some few changes on that car. He but, didn't give you a list of changes this morning. No, last week you uh, was a couple of weeks ago. He gave you a laundry list of things that needed to be done, but you won. Well, we he have, must have been right. Oh yeah, he's he's pretty well. You know, that's one thing I can say. We uh, he called me as we wasn't going to go to this practice session on uh, the other night, and he called me and he said, "Let's go over and just uh, see." And we then made a few more changes on the car, and. Uh, I said, okay. So he come by there, and we made moved a little bit of what we call ballast weight lid. Yeah. And uh, had up on the scales, and a uh, few things wasn't coming out right. And uh, I started right down over on a piece of paper what I thought we need to do. But before I did, he just come right out and said, let's, let's, let's do this and let's do that. Mm-hmm. I started laughing. He said, why? I said, because I already had to. I already had this in my mind. I already wrote it down over we, here. We, we just wanted to see if we was on the same page. Yeah. And when you get a driver and you, which we've been together now for uh, 14 years. Wow. And uh, so whenever you've been with the guy 14 years and you automatically just about know, don't get me wrong, kind of like uh, i seen an interview with uh, Rodney Childers and Kevin Harvick and they kind of more or less on the same page. And when you get drivers like that, it's got that relationship that's that's just another uh check off that you can do you know everybody says you got to have motor you got to have a car you got to have a driver well it, it's it's got to all be there yeah you start the sentence and he finishes it i see it i started <laughs> he'll finish okay go ahead you got six minutes okay up at harris speedway first ever city lake City Chevrolet 602 Thunder Series is going to invade up there. They're going to pay them boys $1,200 to win. Uh, to see them boys coming up there at Harris Speedway, got new owners up there. They're bringing a lot of the, uh, bigger race car races up there, what we call. They used to just run our lower divisions, but now they're starting to bring some super late malls in up there, putting on a good show for the people up there. Also, the Renegade Stock 8 is going to be there. The Crate Sportsman. Thunder Bombers, Stock 4, Pure Stock, Front Wheel Drive, Thunder Bomber Futures. A lot of good races going on up at Harris Speedway. 
Uh, pit gate's going to open up there at Harris Speedway. Pit gate opens up at 4 p.m. this afternoon. Grandstands is going to open up at 5.30. Their driver meeting starts just a little bit earlier. They got to try to get on with the show up there at Harris, uh, 6.30 this afternoon. And then right after driver's meeting, they will start putting them race cars out on that racetrack. Uh, head to head with Cherokee. Yep, head to head with Cherokee. Okay, well, I hope you get good feels at both of them. Oh, yeah. we, we got, it, Mr. Wilson knows which one to go to, doesn't he? Yes, he will. Yeah, right. He'll know exactly. We got a lot of, <laughs> we got a bunch of race cars around this, in this local area. We sure do. And uh, people don't realize it till you go to the racetrack. They'll have 100-plus cars at Cherokee, and they'll have 100-plus cars at Harris. That's unbelievable that there's that many cars in the area. Yes, it is. And uh, is that, Are you done? Uh, pretty much, I'm done. Well, I mean, you you wrote a lot, well, but it didn't I... seem like you you, you talked enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got still about four minutes here. Well, um, you know, it, it's he just said uh, Josh Langley just said um, if I heard him correctly something about some of the divisions uh, weren't doing so good and and this, but if I mean you got a hundred cars showing up at two different tracks, that sounds pretty healthy to me. Well, sounds pretty healthy, but whenever we kind of split it up into they they sometimes they'll have seven, eight divisions. Is there too many divisions? Uh sometimes they are, but uh sometimes about like me, I'm in the deal of uh I got a built murder. Now you've got these other boys that's got by these crate murders. Crate murders from City Chevrolet and stuff like that. And uh, don't get me wrong, uh, like he was talking about right there, uh, Mitchell Duval. He brought up that name, brought up Danny Tesnier, his name. So if sometimes whenever you're not competitive in one division, you might jump over and buy your crate motor and you go to a different division. Is there any division where just a couple of minor adjustments will put you in the next division? Or is it anything going to be a pretty big jump? Uh, it's... Uh, our, our stock chassis type deal with the metric cars are pretty much we can either swap a motor out and go crate, but uh, they having a big uh, race down at Why Not Raceway in Meridian, Mississippi. You've been talking about Mississippi the last yep, couple of and, weeks. Uh, I've been trying to pull up some results down there from qualifying because that big race is going to be tonight. But a lot of our local boys is not doing too good from what I can understand down there. I thought they were going to go down there and school them up. Uh, it's kind of hard. I, I kind of told you, boys, when you go down to Mississippi, the racetracks down there, about like in uh, Alabama down there, they get black and they get slick. they sandy. And uh, our racetracks up here kind of stay red and clay and... There's a lot of difference whenever you're going down there. And one of our older drivers from up here, he is down there running a pure stock division that's going to pay $4,000. And that's Billy Bishop, Night Stalker. From Campobello. From up here by Lake Bowen, Campobello. Okay. And uh, he's the one I had confused last week, though. Yep. And uh, I was thinking of Billy Scott, yep. I think. But Billy anyway, Scott. go ahead. And uh, got to throw out a. I think uh, I've seen a post somewhere about Billy Scott had a birthday. So, uh, he's getting on up in s some ages. Well, but, I, uh, I remember him running the Big Chance Special with Charlotte. But yeah. um, that's, uh, you know, uh, any anything on uh, who's, our, who's our squash picker? Uh, Wally Fowler? Wally Fowler. Uh, he's been very uh, quiet so far this year. Yeah, he's been quiet. Uh, got a little bit of bad news about that. Uh 
I think it's his uncle, Linwood Fowler. His wife passed away this week, I heard. I'm sorry. So, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. That's, you know, put that in there. But uh, everybody knows the Fowlers back in the day and stuff like that. But Wally, once he gets all his farming done, yeah, he'll be back out here. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Get the harvest in. and uh, uh, Kind of like the deal of, uh, you see uh, you see that four car come in, the, come in the garage area, I mean, or pit area, you always go, uh, uh, what can I do to my car to make it just a little bit faster? Sometimes two of them come in there. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's does. double trouble. Uh, Mr. Fowler, uh woman that passed away was named Donna Fowler. Okay. I just got this text in from one of our listeners. And, okay. Uh, you know, like I say... Uh, well, our condolences go out to the Wally Fowler family and uh, and and our best wishes. But we're... Uh, we're counting down here to the top of the hour. I'm looking forward to uh, heading out west and talking to uh, George Falmer, one of the all-time great race drivers, road racer, Formula One, you name it. He drove it, champion driver for Bud Moore. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. The home of the Spartanburg Vikings is Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Sports trending now. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports that tonight's Reds-Pirates game in Cincinnati has been postponed after a Reds player tested positive for COVID-19. NHL Boston Bruins starting goaltender Tuka Rask has opted out of the rest of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Boston and Carolina are tied at one win apiece in their first round series. Rask had started the first two games and game three is just one hour from now. Rask led the NHL in goals against average and was a finalist for the Vezina Trophy as the league's top goaltender. He said in a statement, I want to be with my teammates competing, but at this moment there are things more important than hockey in my life, and that is being with my family. NFL Adam Schefter just reported Packers nose tackle Kenny Clark has signed a four-year, $70 million extension. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. We are Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets. 
to build wealth and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Gentlemen, start your Good morning and welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 1400 AM, 98.3 FM, and all around the world on our Listen In app. And it is my great pleasure to bring back one of the best interviews we had last year and a driver that could, I mean, he could drive anything and drive it well. And I'm talking about George Falmer. Good morning, George. Uh, good morning to you. How's everything in Spartansburg? Uh, everything in Spartanburg's fine. And uh, where are you? I meant to ask you when you were on hold. You're uh, how many time zones away? Uh, how many times what? How many time zones are you away from us? Oh, uh, I'm in I- Idaho. I thought I thought you were in Idaho. Boise, Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. How is it out there? It's uh... oh, it's going to be a little warm. It's going to be in the 90s today. That's getting, that's getting too warm, of course. That is too warm, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, there's been such a such a crazy year this year, and I, um, you know, with all the things and, and, and NASCAR, but really everywhere with the the double headers and the jammed up schedules and and uh, running to Indianapolis 500 next week with no fans. I mean, yeah. it's just been a hard heck of a believe, year. Hard to believe. Yeah, you uh, you ran so many different disciplines: uh, Formula One, uh, Can Am, Trans Am, Indianapolis cars, uh, stock cars. Uh, did you have any particular one that was your favorite? Oh, you know, I I enjoyed them all because I like to race. But uh, I I did enjoy my t- uh, tender down in the, the, with Bud. Uh, and running the Grand National Car that we had there, Torino, and uh, it was it was uh, good racing, and uh, I was learning a lot and uh, getting better every every weekend. And but uh, that stock car racing was, was it's got something about it. It's uh, 
you know, it's good. It's it's competitive. So, but some I, some, some sources of types of racing, you know, there's two guys that's got the money and uh, they're gone, and the rest of them are back there, you know, fighting for nothing. So, you um. I, I'm taking a wild guess here. It's not too wild, but I'm, I'm sure you raced the road course at Daytona quite a few times, didn't you? Yeah. I did Daytona. It's been 24 hours several times. And then I, I ran the... I think I ran the stock car once there. So. Well, you know, they, um, they're running all the races this weekend. Uh, the Xfinity race and the truck race and ARCA yesterday yeah. and, the, and the cup cars tomorrow on the road course. And, yeah, I think uh, that's great. It is great, but they. Add, I, I was kind of disappointed that that road, road course has been there since 1959, but they added a chicane coming. Um, you know, after you uh, right there, coming off of the fourth turn, which I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why they felt the need to do that. It's going to slow them down, obviously, a whole lot. But uh, well, uh, what did you think of that uh, track? Well, it's it's you know it's 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 difficult to put a road course in a in a uh, oval setting because you're, you're always restricted about where you go but um, it, it, it's a pretty good track and I went, we ran 24 hours there and, and uh, that's a long that's a long day well you ran um, you ran 24 hours there you ran 12 hours at Sebring did you, did you go to you, you went to Le Mans right I went to Le Mans. Uh, I only went there twice, and the last time was in '84, and I wrote, I finished third. So, didn't you sort of almost couldn't uh, beat those factory cars? Didn't you kind of come out of retirement to do that? Yeah, sort of. I was I was slowing down what my commitments to what I was going to do, and I had a very close friend that wanted to, he wanted to go there and do it. So I I told my you know his good friend that his that had helped me a lot of, uh, earlier and so I said sure let's go so we did and uh, we did fight I mean uh, we're we're the first private entry car so but uh, that's the way it goes well I it's um. I was looking online last night, and, and you're, uh, the George Farmer Motorsports website has got so much information and, and photographs and pictures and everything. Um, and I, I know one thing we didn't touch on last year is um, how did you get started? How did all of this start for you? Oh, I I started uh, doing Jim Connors and uh, slalom in grocery store parking lots with a <laughs> Volkswagen Bug. That's that's how far back it goes. That was way back in 58, 59, 58. So that's where I swear I started. And I did pretty well with that little bug. And then I moved up to a Porsche. And then I moved on to the track and started running sports car races. So this is it's just been a cycle of just climbing the ladder. So, but uh, coming coming to NASCAR and Indiana. Indianapolis was, uh, you know, those are those are big venues and they're competitive and they're hard to they're hard to break into, but it was fun, so I enjoyed it. Well, I know you mentioned Indianapolis, and I I let off the show talking about uh, 
the speeds they hit yesterday in, in qualifying, or not qualifying, but in practice. They qualify today, uh, but um, they're back up over 233 miles an hour again. You know, it's the, yeah, they, ran the fastest, they ran the fastest lap since uh, 1996. And that's, uh, of course, that, that's, I don't know how much that, that has to do with the new configuration of the car with the almost uh, closed cockpit, but uh, that's moving on. Yeah, well, the cars have gotten better every year. They're they're pretty they're pretty quick cars. So, and then they and then the engines are refined now. They put out a lot of power. So, and they're not very big. So that makes makes for a fast race car. Well, you came out of the gate. Uh, it wasn't your first Indy car race, but one of your first. Uh, I would say uh, it looks like here to me maybe about your fourth or fifth race. You won at Phoenix in, a, in quite an upset back in 1968. I don't I don't think you were supposed to win that race, were you? In a in a cheat in a cheat. <laughs> no, I, they they had kind of written me off. I think, and, uh, but we qualified uh, second, and um, I was right next to Al Hunter and, uh, and the Johnny Lightning car, which was Parnelli Bell's. Uh, I think I think it was a Lola at that time, but. And uh, with a Ford, I had a, I had a steel block Chevy. Well, a cheetah. They called it a cheetah. They call, yeah, it was called a cheetah. It was a good little car. It, 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 you know, it was a little on the heavy side, so that hurt. That hurt it a lot, but it was it was strong. But uh, we we went down there with a with a, a normally aspirated uh, Chevy three uh, three twenty. So it worked pretty well. Yeah, it did. And um, you actually ran um, qualified for the Indianapolis 500 three times. And um, one of those years there in 19, uh, 1970, you drove for Andy Granatelli and the STP team. Yeah, I, I, I drove for Andy. Uh, that was that was a good car. Too bad it didn't uh, the engine did last because it was it was a nice chassis it was a, one of the uh, cars that it had won a couple of years before so it was a pretty good British car pretty well sorted out you drove for a lot of a lot of people um obviously and and I can't begin to name all of them but uh, uh I, I know speaking of Andy Granatelli you drove for I'll never forget, of course, and Bud Moore, uh, champion driving Bud Moore's Mustangs. But um, yeah. I'll, uh, me personally, I always loved Road Atlanta. And I see where the WeatherTech Sports Car Series is, is going back there two more times yeah. this year uh, before the end of their season. And I want to try to make it over there. But I will never forget you and uh, Penske's uh, um Can-Am car going around that track. Uh, and uh, 917. Good yeah, grief. That was quite a that was quite a car. That was the L and M cars, the one I remember. Yeah, it uh, had a thousand horsepower. A thousand horsepower. And you won the championship that year, right? I went on to win the Can Am championship with that car. You know, that was a fantastic series with the with the McLarens and all the great international drivers and uh and and, and, the, and the Formula five thousand series I thought was fantastic. And you, you did good in that too. Yeah, I had to I didn't run as many the five thousands that I'd probably like to have. I had a I had a very limited budget, and we, and we were running a Lotus Ford, which was kind of a unique car because it was a real car. It was built by a Lotus, but 
and no, not very few people were running it. We were running it. It was a good car, so it handled well. And when we were there, we were definitely up front. Did Mister Pinsky never ask you if you were, or did you never ask him if about driving an Indy car for him? Because I mean, obviously, you were a winner in his uh, in his Can Am car, but. <coughs> He, uh, he dabbled in everything. I know you drove his uh, Javelin to a championship in the Trans Am. And uh, I think after you left Bud Moore, didn't you sit on the pole at Riverside in a, in a, a Penske car, if I'm not mistaken? It is a, and it's American Motors Javelin. I said, said it was a Penske car. And right. I put it on the pole at uh, what the, was it, the Rex Base 300, I think it was called, at Riverside Road, road Course. Oh, okay. Yeah, I... You know, I had I had a lot of fun. I, I drove a lot for Roger, and uh, you know, off and on, and always had a good relationship with him. Still do, so we're still good friends, and he's a quite quite a guy. Well, he is, and uh, you know, I was. Of course, you got to have some really deep pockets to to buy a whole racing series plus the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which he did. And uh, I know he was real disappointed that he wasn't able to get the. You know, uh, his first 500 as a as the track owner to have fans, you know, there is going to be run before a huge empty house. But um, yeah, I mean, could you think of, could you think of anybody much better to take over the speedway and all the traditions and, and everything than no. Roger Penske? <clears throat> no, I I really can't. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that would could do a good job and would do a good job if they so, chose to do it. But uh, Roger's a racer and uh, he's a Sharp businessman, and he knows he knows his game, and he's, he's got, he always has a plan, and he executes his plans very well, and as is the as a result, they're usually successful. So, and I, uh, I, I, I was going to drive for him uh, uh, at a Indy car race, and I practiced in it, and then. Um, uh, I had to I had to qualify that day because uh, I had a, another race to do for for uh, Ford at back east, so a Trans Am race. So and uh, we lost the motor, so that that that's the only time I really did anything for him in a Indy car. But it was fun, and you know he was a heck of a driver too. He was a good driver. He was he was very competitive, but. Uh, and he's, he's always he's always on the edge of, uh, of the late the best and latest thing. That's one of his traits. You know, he has a good depth of perception of what's going to work and what you need to do. So, well, I know um, I know Greg's listening, and um, of course we miss Greg. He's been he's been off the show for a couple of weeks now, but nothing's wrong with his fingers, so he's able to dial you up, and we. We certainly. Oh yeah, I talked to him. But it was nice to hear from him, and, and you know, I was around the, the Boer family for quite a while there with, with the Mustangs. And, and well, I didn't want to uh, blindside you, but can you give us a Bud Moore story or a Greg Moore story or <laughs> or something that uh, that's uh, that we can use on the air because we're live. Well, <laughs> I'm, uh, maybe we better better not. Say well, just go for it. Come back. He might come back down and kick my ass. Well, uh, that's okay. I mean, uh, it's not okay, but he's got to go to Idaho to do it. So, I, yeah. I tell you, Greg's not going to be kicking anybody's anything anytime soon with a with a broken hip. But uh, 
Um, well, I'm can sorry you share broken. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy, and he's just fractured. And, uh, good friend, also. So, but can you give us just just off the top of your head, give us a Bud Moore story because I know Greg would get a kick or a Greg Moore story, either one. <laughs> well, we always had had a lot of competition in, amongst the team because you know you got Pardelli and me that were both uh, extremely competitive and very. Uh, uh, capable of running up front, so it's, we had a lot of fun racing each other, and we're, we're still good friends. I just talked to him last uh, two days ago. On it was his birthday, so I called him on his birthday, and so uh, it, it's just uh, nice to have that kind of friendship and 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 yet be competitive. So, and Bud was uh, right in the midst of it. He he. Give me a car and tell you to drive it. You know? Don't fix it. Drive it. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably pretty well fixed when you got in it. It was. It usually was a pretty good race car when it came out. So you know, he was a he was a pretty sharp old guy. You know, I mean, he for for a guy that wasn't wasn't an engineer, but wasn't anything special, but he knew how to build a race car. Y'all had one year there. Was it '69 when you had the, the, a lot of tire trouble? I mean, you you smoked them, and everybody says, and it's all over the internet that the best year for the Trans Am series was '70 when y'all won it, when you won it, and for Ford and those yellow Mustangs. But '69, you you really could have won that one too. But the, the, you had some tire oh. problems, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We were uh, running Firestones, and we had a very fast tire, and. Uh, we were, we were very quick, quite a bit quicker than Goodyear's cars, and and the the '69 Mustang was also a ahead of the other competition, I think, in the horsepower department. But uh, we couldn't uh, we couldn't run 15 laps, and we'd have to come in and get new tires. You can't win a Trans Am race making pit stops. No, and uh, so I mean it's. Uh Everybody knows about um, how how great those Mustangs were and uh, why they don't. Uh, I was sort of hoping they'd come out with some sort of 50th anniversary 2020 Mustang to, to commemorate that championship or at least put a label on one or something um, for, uh, the, you know, a, a, a Bud Moore version Mustang, you know, maybe a limited edition thing. But uh, it's been such a That's wacky a year, I don't think it's going to happen. No, but it would have been a good idea. And, you know, it's uh, sometimes those specialty cars that are, that have come out in very limited production things they uh, they they attack a lot of attention and they and they hold their value. Yeah, what's George Former going to do today? What's George Former's uh, well, day like out there I, in Idaho? I'm I'm having a family barbecue. Oh boy, this afternoon. So. Um, that's that's my chore for the day. So I gotta get my barbecue stoked up and <laughs> get my meat ready, and I'm gonna have all my family. I have most of my family now. My immediate family has has moved to Boise, so we're kind of all back together. Only one daughter and a couple grand of granddaughters that are still not here, but. A lot of the other kids are here now, so well, you know, be a lot of fun. 
a lot of us here on the East Coast and, well, all over the country are, you know, sort of, I mean, I'm 68 years old, George, and I, I, I don't, uh, I don't go out much more than I have to, and I, I wear a mask when I do, but, um, I no, mean, I, I, you got to be kind of, I, I mean, it's not too bad out in Idaho, is it? I mean, it, it, it just sounds remote to me. I know Boise, Boise is a pretty big city, but uh, I just haven't heard of it being a hot spot. And, I, and hopefully, you you can stay safe out there. Well, we're we're not too bad. We um, we we've had we've had uh, people come down with it, but it's not as prevalent as it is in New York or Florida, it's like Los Angeles, or where they really had major problems with it but it's uh it's it's here oh yeah we, we are we're wearing our mask too so it's, hopefully it'll go away here pretty quick yeah i hope so because when i wear my mask uh it fogs up my glasses but anyway yeah me too <laughs> me too well well i'm i'm 86 so um you don't sound like it. I mean, you. you I just. I just told when I put you on hold, I, I turned to the other gentleman in here with me, and I said, "He sounds thirty-eight to me, not 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 eighty-six. So you you sound great, and it's yeah, it's a, doing it's a fine. pleasure to talk to you. You're well. Thank you for calling. You go down forever as a, just a great driver, and and anything you sat in, and um, I appreciate Greg getting you on the show, and and just thank you so much, and stay safe. Tell him. Tell him to get. Get well and learn how to walk. <laughs> He's been having trouble with that uh, for a while. Now. Obviously, he had some trouble. <laughs> George, uh, thank you so much, and I appreciate you coming okay. on. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Great interview. That's George Farmer. What are you laughing about? <laughs> <laughs> they know Greg. Okay. Uh, everybody knows Greg. Well, look, we're going to take a... A break here. I gave him a few extra minutes. We always go for 20, and he gave us 25, so that's not bad. George is, uh, there's a lot to talk to him about, and um, uh, he ran, he just ran everything. Uh, so, all right, let's take a break here. We'll come back, and um, I got a lot of results to go over. We've had a, a double header last week, and Indy coming up, and Daytona today, and uh, we'll talk about a lot of stuff. You're listening to Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Drive-In Studios. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's west side, where customer service is the difference. Windows down or AC on. Either way, there's no better way to beat the heat than with ice-cold favorites from McDonald's. Now get a large Minute Maid slushie for $2 in sweet flavors fruit punch, blue raspberry, or new pink lemonade. Or get a refreshingly bold McCafe iced coffee, any size for $1.69. To beat the heat, there's nothing sweeter than an icy treat. It's not just a drink, it's a McDonald's drink. 
Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Minute Maid is a registered trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, plant day. 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, plant day. Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a plant day? All it. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm a gravel truck. I'm busy laying the foundation for your city's newest suburb. You're stuck behind me, and I'm about to make it rain. <laughs> Rocks. Now you're swerving, but there's no avoiding this downpour. Better watch out for that guardrail. So get Allstate, where agents help protect you from mayhem, like me. You're in good hands with Allstate agent Jack Mabry in Boiling Springs. Give him a call today, 253 9155. Fox Sports 1400 is now bigger and better than ever. Why? You were on an FM station. Because we're now on the FM dial at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400. Now bigger and better at 98.3 FM. Welcome back to Start Your Engines. We need Greg to identify some of this music for us. I haven't done too good since the first one. But let's uh, let's uh, use the last half hour here to uh, recap what we saw and what we're going to see. So let's go to Cup first. Um, they will run today, I'm sorry, tomorrow at 3 o'clock on NBC, the Go Bowling 235. And that's on the road course at Daytona with the new... Uh, Chicane, they've added, and they have one, two, three, four races left in the regular season. So, I time to do something for yeah. some of these boys. I want to see these boys go down that back straightaway and then go through that little dog league they got back there. Yep. Yeah, that's going to get interesting. Well, and they used to could get on it all the way back around till they turned off the track, but they, they got that little chicane they put in there at the end of the fourth turn on the... Heading for the flag, heading for that short straight, and we'll we'll see how that looks. Where was it at? I think they had one up there at Charlotte. They had that chicane back there, and they had that roll of barrels out there, and I think Bubba Wallace took it out for him, said he wanted to move it. Well, you know, the last, <laughs> the, the first race they had there, and this is what this new chicane reminds me of, is the one they got at Charlotte right before the start-finish line. And that's when Jimmy Johnson got... Bonsai. Bonsai. He uh, <laughs> did something he really didn't need to do, and it cost him. Yes, it did. But that's, that's a few years ago. Okay. So we had two races last weekend. And um, if you didn't know which one you were watching, you could get confused because Kevin Harvick won them both. And out of the goodness of Alan's heart, he gave, uh, gave him to Nelson. And so Nelson is looking over there at the standings. Nelson's got four wins. I've got two. Um... Nelson got, I said four. Jada's got two. Allen's got two. Uh, 
Lanny's got one, and Greg and Ronnie haven't scratched yet. And Ronnie better hope Truex wins because uh, he's going with him every week. But anyway, all right. So we um, the first race was last Saturday. Uh, late in the afternoon, and Kevin Harvick won it. Brad Keselowski was second. Truex was third. Blaney fourth. And Kyle Busch was fifth. Kyle still can't get over the hump there. And um, I probably need to take some better notes. I can't remember anything really outstanding in that race as I look over the finishing lineup here. Uh, Cole Custer had a hard crash, and um, but he's already in, taking up one of the spots that maybe somebody else would, because he's not in on points. He's in on by virtue of a win. And then they ran the second race on Sunday afternoon, and that was the Consumers Energy 400. And, um, you know, it just, it's just coming down to Harvick and Hamlin just about every week. Well, yep. And uh, if you noticed in that first race, our boy in the 18 car, Kyle Busch, and then Harvick kind of chased him up the hill just a little yeah. bit. But uh, I didn't really see him get into him. People say kind of nudged him, and Kyle said I'd, my car didn't get like that by... <laughs> By itself, but, uh, you know. Well, what were you telling me about Harvick just now? Uh, Harvick, uh, you know, that's, he won back-to-back. That's been a long time since it's been done. Richard Petty was one of the last ones to win back-to-back races like that. Yeah. And uh, plus two, it tied. Like back-to-back days. Yep, back-to-back days. And then plus two, uh, Kevin Harvick, he ties Rusty Wallace for 10th place in all-time wins there with 54, so. You know, it's just maritime before he breaks that record. He's going to get over into the top ten as far as drivers. Lee Petty's right there, too. I think he's yep. got 54 or 55. So it's a, it's a log gem there. But I, 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 I just about promise you before the years over, Harvick will be ahead of that bunch. So uh, in the Sunday race, Harvick won it. Hamlin was second. Truex was third. Kyle Busch fourth. And um, Joey Logano was fifth. And this is where we can... Um, take a look at the point standings because um, I mean the old standings didn't didn't stay there except for a day um, I guess the most outstanding thing in that race was uh, right off the bat and a hard crash Keslowski lost it on the inside of his teammate Ryan Blaney and took them both out and I'm sure that made Mr. Penske happy but uh, he um, I mean he said you know I'm sorry for Ryan I lost it yeah, he, he did. tried to make car, it stick on the bottom. Tried to make it stick on the bottom, and uh, car just got loose. And when car gets loose, you've got to chase it up that racetrack. And just so happened that twelve car was sitting there, and kind of took both of them out. It's kind of bad. Well, battling you know, for the lead, battling for the lead, and uh, Brad, Brad's kind of aggressive in a way. Well, I mean that's what they pay him to be. Plus, he signed a new contract, so he's going to be back. Uh, Gonna be back again. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he signed that contract before he took his teammate out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only one year, right? Yes. That sort of surprises me. But anyway, um, I said that last week, and I don't know any place I'd rather be, I don't think, except driving for Penske. Um, so, the playoff standings after last weekend, Kevin Harvick has six wins. Denny Hamlin has five. Brad Keselowski has three. Joey Logano, two, and one each for Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex, Alex Bowman, Austin Dillon, and Cole Custer. And then getting in on the stage points, 11 through 16, you've got Eric Almarola, Kyle Bush, Kurt Bush, those Bush boys are still there, Clint Boyer, 
Matt D. Benedetto and William Byron has slipped in there. And the um, on the outside looking in is Jimmy Johnson. Eric Jones, who I know he'd like to get in there since he just lost his ride. Um, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, and Bubba Wallace. And, and, uh, and you know, after we got this road course coming up here at Daytona, we've moved right on up here to Dover, Delaware. And that's the 48 car. You know, that's kind of like uh, us going over Cherokee. <laughs> he, he's tough. He's Jimmy Johnson be tough at Dover, Delaware. Well, he's got two cracks to do it. They yep. race on Saturday and they race on Sunday, both at 4 o'clock, both on NBCSN. And um, actually, that Sunday race at 4 o'clock, that'll be a good one to follow up from watching the uh, Indianapolis 500, which has always been uh, you watch Indianapolis, you take a nap, and then you watch the 600 at Charlotte. But this year, you're going to watch the 400 at Dover, of a second half of a double header. And as I said, they race Daytona tomorrow, Dover two days in a row next week, Saturday and Sunday, and then they wind it up back at Daytona on the big track. This won't be on the road course. This will be on the two-and-a-half-mile super speedway for the Coke Zero Sugar 400, and that'll be at 7.30 on NBC, the big network. So, Cup is in full swing. Now, we were talking about, just now off the air, Xfinity and how did... Jeremy, dude. Jeremy uh, Jeremy got a tough break last week, I'm telling you. Austin Sendrick, who's, um, who's won four of the last five. Of course, his daddy is like, the, I don't know his exact title, but he's a big shot at Penske. He, he's, he's the first guy that's not Penske, I think. He's like the uh, overall operations manager or something like that. He's got a big title. But this is his boy, Austin, and Austin's for real. And so they ran last week at Elkhart Lake, and we were looking forward to that because, uh, you know, we always tout Jeremy as a good road racer, and he is, and he was getting ready to have a good finish. And um, uh, it, it went away. Whatever you're trying to show me, it, it went away as soon as you leaned over. What did it say? Uh, Austin Dillon has pe- tested positive. Oh, no COVID, kidding. For COVID, which, you know, he's already locked in, but he will actually miss this next race. Uh, t- t- tomorrow. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Kaz Garlola. Is that a driver? Yeah. Kaz Gorilla. Gorilla. <laughs> I don't know Kaz. I don't know where he came from, but he, he must be he must be a good friend of the children's family. Well, that's the uh, text I just got in here. I'm glad for some of our listeners. Where's that breaking news music? That uh, That's, uh, well, that's a... Uh, um, Jimmy Johnson now. Uh, Jimmy Johnson had it, but uh, good thing about Austin is he got that wind in his pocket. He does. So, uh, he uh, he can miss this race, which you know, I mean, that's a deal of uh, you know, kind of like uh, Kyle Busch at time when he broke his ankles. Yeah, I mean, then he come back and won a race and had to finish in top twenty in points. Yeah. So uh, you know, this uh, this COVID nineteen deal, it's. Uh, you know, sometimes you, you need to change that rule in a way. Yeah. I mean, you can't punish a driver and take his points away from him. But just, just, just say, uh, well, if you get a driver that's won a race and all of a sudden he's not getting along with his team, and he decides to go to a different car in the middle of a year, which I know they got contracts yeah. and stuff like that. But this, the team that's put the car behind him, now they don't get to go to the playoffs. Yeah. But the driver gets good playoffs with the new team. 
or get some top top ten in points or whatever. Yeah. And you know what top ten in points pays as far as that? Does it go to the driver? Does it go to the car owner? There's some way that contract's got to work out. That's a good question. That sounds like sounds like there'd be lawyers involved somewhere along in there. Yeah, they'd be lawyers involved. <laughs> All right. So anyway, they ran the Henry one eighty. You said it was Henry Rifles. I never heard it mentioned, but uh, it wasn't Henry Ford either. Uh, although it could have been because Austin Sendrick won it driving Penske's Ford. A.J. Allmendinger was second. Chase Briscoe third. Uh, fourth was some guy in Richard um, Childress's uh, car named Kaz Gorella. <laughs> Speak of the devil. There he is. There he is. He's there. He's, uh drives the number 21 Xfinity car. And Andy Lally uh, was fifth, sixth Noah Craxton, seventh Ross Chastain, eighth Preston Partis, ninth Ryan Sieg, and tenth was Michael Annette. They were coming down for the final restart, and uh, they were going through, I think, three laps to go, and they were coming through, uh, I'll say the S's. I mean, there was a, a real curvy section of the track. It's four miles long. It's a huge track. And uh, somebody turned... Uh, Austin, uh, Justin Allgaier around, and he's coming across the track hard into the concrete, and Jeffrey Earnhardt's not too far behind him. In fact, they ended up hitting each other after they hit the wall. But way back in the background, you can see the 51 Camaro go off on the other side of the track, the left side as you're looking at your screen, and hit the concrete over there, and that was Jeremy Clements. And I would guess with three laps to go, let's say he'd have moved up a few spots. He might have been... Uh, he might have come in something like a 12th, 13th, instead of 29th, where he did come in. Um, fortunately for him, um, Matt, Matt Snyder, who's chasing him in the points, wrecked two. So uh, instead of Jeremy, when we went in the last week, he was 33 points behind. Uh, the Brandon Brown, who's the cutoff for getting into the playoff, he's 53 points behind now. So he's got a steeper hill to climb. He can climb it all at once with a win today at um, at the Xfinity race at Daytona. But he, at the very least, has to start pecking away at this 53-point deficit. And uh, Brandon Brown, I believe, drives that unsponsored number 68. And it's obviously a good car. And he's having good finishes every week. And it is that car. So that's the one we got to, if you're watching the race, he needs to finish ahead of 68 and by a lot. Um, so the point standings right now in the Xfinity series is um, Austin Sendrick is first by 11 points over Chase Briscoe. Ross Chastain is third. Noah Craxton fourth. Justin Haley fifth. Harrison Burton sixth. Justin Allgaier seventh. Michael Annette eighth. Brandon Jones ninth. Ryan Sieg tenth. Riley Herbst eleventh. And Brandon Brown twelfth. And 53 points behind him is Jeremy Clements. And he's got a 20-point pad over Snyder. So uh, uh, hopefully he just won't finish 13th again and be just, just out of the show. So um, need to pick up some ground. You know, on these road courses and stuff like that, people don't realize that these boys do total a lot of speed on these road courses. And whenever they do crash, it is a hard crash. They are, yeah, they they, they hit hard just uh, last week. Um and looking at their schedule, of course, they're at Daytona today. That's at 3 o'clock on NBCSN. And then they got a doubleheader at uh, Dover next week. 
And it looks like theirs is, uh, when's the 22nd? That would be next. It looks like this is a Saturday and Sunday doubleheader as well. So you're going to have Xfinity and Cup with doubleheaders on Saturday and Sunday next week. And they go to Daytona for the uh, Wawa 250 powered by Coca-Cola um, to wrap up uh, the next four races. So uh, come on, Jeremy. We're pulling for you. We're going to take our last break and come back and uh, touch on a few more items like the trucks and ARCA that ran yesterday and the WeatherTech and Formula One. And you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than hey, Plante? All it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out ImpexPreOwned.com. Impex Pre-Owned. Quality used cars made easy. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8840. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job. So neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up. Place an order online or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also check out their $5 lunch specials. Mama Sue's, open Monday through Friday, 10 to when it's hot and it's hot, there's only one thing better than water, ice. And Spartanburg Water has 
Twice the Ice with 12 convenient ice houses located around the county. Twice the Ice is affordable. Get a 10-pound bag for $1.25 or a 16-pound bag or 20-pound bulk for $1.75. Twice the Ice is never touched by human hands, never stored in a warehouse, and uses local water. And it's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit, or debit card. To find the Twice the Ice location near you, visit SpartanburgWater.org slash ice. So, what if you're walking out to your car after work today and it's been mashed by a runaway garbage truck? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that. Having your own State Farm agent means having a real person there to help you when things go wrong. So when accidents happen, you've got someone you know who will be there when you need them. Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg is that State Farm agent. Cliff's got your back when things go wrong. Call Cliff Gobert on East Main Street today, 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I've seen the bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google, where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Now, I got to tell you, that sounds like some late. Saturday night music there. I didn't sound like your usual. That's a highlight. That didn't sound like credence to me. Cherokee Speedway, we ain't going to get out of there about 2 o'clock in the morning, probably, provided it don't rain. And they don't want you somebody. If it rains nine times out of ten, we're going to stay over to about 4 o'clock. Well, and, and, and you don't have to tear your car down or something. Yep. All right, let's look at the trucks real quick. They are going to run. Um, is this the truck schedule I'm looking at here? Yeah, they haven't run since uh, Michigan. Yep, they ran nine days ago. So, actually, they're going to run tomorrow at noon. They're going to start the day off, and that is with the Sunoco 159 at noon on FS1. And that will be on the, the road course. Everything at Daytona this weekend is on the road course. And quickly, the truck standings look like... Uh, Austin Hill first, Zane Smith second, coming off of his first win. Ben Rhodes third, Christian Eckes fourth, Brad Moffitt fifth, Matt Crafton sixth, Sheldon Creed seventh, Grant Enfinger eighth, Derek Krause ninth, and Todd Gilliland is tenth. Uh, I'm looking on down here. I was trying to see where uh, that guy is with the the car, the truck with the watermelons in the back of it. <laughs> I like that truck. And right now his name escapes me. So forget that. Arca ran last night on the road course. Or yesterday afternoon late. I missed it. But uh, Michael Self won. And he's uh, doing real good in that series. They uh, That was the the first, uh, I guess you could call it, uh, christening of the, the road course with a race. I don't know a whole heck of a lot about it. I've got the results here. I see one crash. So it wasn't like it was uh, something they couldn't handle, but Michael Self won it. They've got a they've got some interesting stuff coming up now. Uh, they've got they used to have two of them on here. They got Gateway coming up on the 29th, but Labor Day weekend is when they run the big mile dirt at Decoin. They used to run Springfield too. I don't see Springfield on here this year, but uh, at Decoin Decoin Mile at nine o'clock on the on Labor Day. Not the 5th, I'm not sure if that's Friday or Saturday or, or what day that is, but I'd, good to see a stock car on a dirt track. So a big dirt track, too. But uh, the race yesterday for ARCA, Riley Herbst won it. Brett Holmes was second. 
Michael Self was third. Drew Dollar, fourth. Anthony Alfredo, fifth. Hallie Deegan, sixth. Ryan Repco, seventh. Jason Kritzmiller, eighth. Thad Moffat, ninth. And Armani Williams was tenth. And uh, actually, uh, they, uh, okay, what was that I just read? That was from Michigan last week. This is the results from the road course last night. I'm sorry. They've run twice since our last show. I thought that was something wrong with that. Michael Self won last night. And um, Ty Gibbs was second. Sam Mayer, who won the two in a row up there at Toledo, I think it was, was third. Taylor Gray, fourth. And Will Rogers was fifth. So let's look at the ARCA standings real quick. Michael Self is leading that standings. Brett Holmes, second. Drew Dollar, third. Harry Deegan, fourth. And Thad Moffitt, fifth. So uh, we will uh, keep an eye on the ARCA cars as they will be going to the dirt on Labor Day. But they've got a race at Gateway before that. So now we have moved Ty Gibbs over to a truck. Uh, think about this now. He was running ARCA. Now we moved him over to Ty Gibbs to a truck, which everybody knows Ty Gibbs' grandfather is... Joe Gibbs. Yep. So, guess what's this looking up the ladder coming to? Uh, yes. Either the 18 car, the 20 car. The 19 car. The 19 car. Them boys has better be looking in the rearview mirror because somebody's coming up the line. Well, the 20 car right now has got a revolving door on it. So, well, uh, that's, uh, we'll see how that works out with the... Uh, that's it. But you're going to get to a point of... Uh, you're going to have hard feelings, kind of like the... To deal with uh, Richard Childers and Kevin Harvick, whenever he seen Kevin Harvick seen the grand boys of uh, Austin Dillon coming up, yeah. and Harvick said, "I I got to go." Yeah, you know, pretty good move. That was a pretty good move. Yeah, yeah. paying right. off now for sure. <laughs> You're exactly right. Looking at Formula One, they ran last week the second of a double header at Silverstone. Double header meaning two weeks in a row, not two days in a row, but. The Red Bull Honda won the race. Max Verstappen. Greg called me up all excited about that race. He watched it. And uh, that was the uh, Emirates 70th Anniversary Grand Prix. Max Verstappen won it for uh, Aston Martin in the Red Bull car. But he didn't gain much ground because Lewis Hamilton, who's won three of the four races, or the five races now, was second. And his teammate, Valtteri Bottas, was third. Charles Leclerc fourth, and Alexander Alban and the other Red Bull car was fifth. I tell you, the Haas Formula One team, I, I don't know what keeps them going. They had such turmoil last year and hard feelings and people doing stupid things. Uh, Roman Grosjean finished 16th, and um, Kevin Magnussen uh, finished 20th dead last. So it is so expensive to run those cars, and I just, I just don't see how they stay on the track. But anyway... The Formula One point standings is uh, uh, Lewis Hamilton is first. His teammate, Max Verstappen, is 30 points behind, and it's hard to make up points in Formula One. It's uh, second. Valtteri, I'm sorry, uh, Valtteri Bottas is his teammate. He's third, 34 points behind. Max Verstappen is not his teammate. He is in second place, though. Roger Leclerc in the uh, Ferrari is fourth, and Lando Norris is fifth, and we won't go any further. you got to go all the way down to 17th. To find Kevin Magnuson, one of the uh, Haas cars, and he's picked up one point somewhere along the line. And you only get points if you finish in the top ten. So he has a tenth someplace. The WeatherTech Sports Car Series, like I said, has got, got real interesting when they added races. I think we talked about this last week. But after uh, they're off this weekend, 
Um, next weekend, they will be running the Michelin GT Challenge at Virginia International Raceway. That's a road course up the up in the beautiful uh, Shenandoah Valley. Um, then after that, they added a, you know, I wanted to go to Road Atlanta. Greg and I talked about it. Well, that was on October 17th, but now they've added one for Labor Day weekend, uh, the 6th of September. So Road Atlanta's got um, two of the next four races. Uh, November, I'm sorry, September 27th, they go to Mid-Ohio. Then um, October 10th is the Roval at Charlotte. That might be a real doable um, I was just talking about how I'm so glad I haven't gone up 85 in a while. So maybe I'll go take 29 till I get to North Carolina or something. But, uh, and then they will be back at the Roval on the 17th of October, November 1st at Laguna Seca and wind it up with the 12 hours of Sebring and the point standings there. Um, Ryan Briscoe is first. Ringer Vanders Andy is second. Wild Barboza is third. Stephen Bourdais is fourth, and Tristan Nunez is, Nunez is fifth. We look down to Pipo Durrani, who drives the Whelan Engineering Cadillac, is uh, seventh. And Felipe Nasser is 15th, and he did miss a race with the coronavirus. And we mentioned him also because he is, um, drives the Whelan car. So, we got a little less than four minutes, and I got it all in. Let me do the TV again real quick. Today... Uh, you've got the Xfinity Series at 3 on NBCSN from Daytona on the road course. Very interesting. Go, Jeremy. At the same time as the Indianapolis 500-mile qualifying, um, the, they'll qualify everybody and find a top nine who will carry over tomorrow and run for the pole. Um, uh, I mean, uh, Marco Andretti ran yesterday at 233 and a half, so... Uh, I mean, they're flying at Indianapolis. I think it's going to be exciting to see. I love Indianapolis. You all know that. Um, so that's what you've got today. Then tomorrow, you're going to kick it off with the Grand Prix from Catalonia in Spain. Uh, that's at 9.05 on ESPN. The Gander Trucks um, will run at noon on the road course at, at, at uh, Daytona on FS1. At 1 o'clock, the final nine will go to... Um, Decide the poll at Indianapolis. That's from 1 to 3 on NBC. That's the main station, uh, the main network. And then NASCAR will run on NBC immediately following that for um, the, the cup cars at Daytona on the road course. That All of this road course stuff is going to be fascinating. I mean, with Indianapolis and these guys on the road course that they've never run before, I think it's going to be a great weekend of racing. Um, then after that, at 3.30, is Indianapolis 500 practice. And, of course, next week's the 500, and we'll talk a lot about it. And, Alan, we got two minutes, and good luck tonight at Cherokee. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, a lot of good local racing going on. We're going to have a, a big race over here at Cherokee Speedway. Plus, they're going to have the City Chevrolet 602 uh, late models up at Harris Speedway. So, you can pick your choice. Either you want to go to Harris or come down here to Cherokee and... Uh, I stepped outside just a second ago. Just look and uh, how'd the weather rock look? Sun, sun, weather rock was sunny. So, uh, it was dry. It was sunny, but I just looked at my phone. They said at four four o'clock to five o'clock, we got ninety percent of chance of rain coming in. But well, like I said, it, it was eighty percent all day yesterday, and I haven't seen the first drop. I I'll have that car ready. I got up this morning, manned up three brand new tires. So uh, I got them sitting there, laid up, get inside the race car right now, and. Uh, Go back and do a little bit more fine tuning on it, and 
going to go over and see what this new configuration is that they uh, keep changing on us a little bit over at Cherokee Speedway and uh, see what's what's going to happen. Well, when I'm sitting there tomorrow morning at the at the breakfast table, and I mean late morning, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll check on you. If I don't get a picture of a car with a big trophy sitting on top of it in, one, in, a, in the winter circle before that. Uh, so good luck to the 25T and to all of our drivers. And let's stay safe out there. Uh, and all you fans going and coming to the to the races. Uh, Mr. Wilson, it is at Cherokee. So, uh, um, and, and think about this, boys. We've only got four more races till we go to the playoffs in NASCAR. Yeah. And one of them is going to be that Daytona big race. Yeah. And, uh, just think about that. You can have a first-time winner, and uh, you you have some boys that's going to be going for broke there. And then they and, go to Darlington. Yeah, and then to, they go to Darlington to start the, to start the playoff. So, uh, all right, that's going to about do it for today. And um, that was a good show. We thank George Falmer for coming on, and we appreciate uh, all you people listening. We'll be back next week, Natalie. I may stop by and say hi, but we're not coming, so we don't need a table. Um, But everybody, take it easy, keep your distance, and keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3, Fox Sports 1400, WSB.